please never go on vacation again. Like, how long were you gone for? I was gone for exactly six days. That was so a lifetime long. I don't even know what happened. I just know that like I had to I had to make a list of things that were happening. Yeah, bullet points. So that I do, wouldn't text you all the time. Yeah. And then when you realize that like still FaceTiming once every other day was like was like us weaning off each other, like that was dark. Yeah, it but, was dark. But also bright, you know, but also bright. Yeah, there were bright spots to be sure. Just like knowing that like we really do enjoy communicating all the time and it's not just like a punchline of behavior, like it's Yeah, I was so disassociated because like the sun does crazy things to me and I was just like tripping on wild vacation. Well, let's be dreams. clear, you were in Florida. I was in Florida, which we say the Florida air, in Florida different air. ways. Yeah. Florida versus Florida. I grew up in Westchester. Yeah, you happens. say Florida and Florida. I say Florida. Florida. Everyone in my family says Florida and orange. Hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's a little bit of a New York accent tempered by the suburbs. You know, a little bit of Italian. But I'm glad that you're back. You're like, I've never seen someone's skin peel like yours. Like I've never seen someone's top of their hands peel from a sunburn. Yeah. It's like, I swear to God, you guys, I did wear sunscreen every day but there was a two-hour window on the first day where I just raw dogged it well, the first day is when yeah. you're the most vulnerable I know that though and that's what I like so I just like to raw dog it and like burn it was me a decision up, that you made yeah and everyone my aunt and cousin knew that this was happening and they were just like we have to let Katie just like choose her be her own person choose her choose her fighter death here oh or you that know? yeah the sun is your fighter yeah so, but I really like the sun fried my brain in the best way. And I came back, yes, peeling like a fucking snake, but also um, rejuvenated. I think that's the most important. I was going to ask, like, do you feel like that was a vacation? Like, do you feel refreshed, renewed? Like, what are vacations even supposed to feel like when you get off the plane and you're, and you're like settled back into day to day? It was so weird because it's honestly, I haven't been on a vacation like basically because April is still like the middle of winter in New York. And like, I haven't had that experience of stepping off the plane and like smelling the sweet Southern air in so long. And like, it really, I had to adjust. Like I went and just sat by the pool when I first got there and was like, this is my life for the next six days. Right. Like, how am I supposed to not be anxiously checking my work emails every five seconds? The way that, like, a pool chair feels on day one of vacation and the day that a pool chair feels after day one are different chairs. They're very Because on day chairs. one, you're like, do I deserve this chair? Yeah, like, how dare and I? And when you move it, it, like, makes the loudest noise. Yeah, but, like, on day yeah, three yeah, or yeah. four, you're yeah. like, that's just the noise. That's just the noise that it makes. It's like living in New York City. Pool. You're like, yeah, it's a, it's a rat. Yeah. It's a rat in the subway. What's yeah, your question? so what? Fight me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really did adjust to the Florida life. Um, <laughs> Go figure. It's a lot of old people and like drinks at four o'clock, like a really yeah. frosty martini at four frosty. o'clock next to like several grandpas mm-hmm. who are like sipping through their dentures like a warm glass of white wine and you're just like I am young I am alive yeah and um yeah you know but it's a slow life I really like it and um you know there's a lot of strip malls it's like you go from the beach to like a strip mall and you're just like this is America I live in New York this is America they're two different things I have to say like there 
is an era of vacation in Florida, and you cannot deny that when you're in Florida, you're on vacation. Yeah, you are on everyone's on You vacation. are in vacation. Vacation yeah. is in and on you. It's in your veins. And, and the dreams that it brings up, the way that my brain had to like – at first, I was having kind of anxious dreams, and then all of a sudden, they just became like acid. Like I was just really? on LSD. Really? Digging deep back into the archives of my life, you know, just like – dreaming of time travel at my old job and like fucking but being who I am today like I was my it's not like you know when you dream sometimes and you're like a baby in the dream or like you're like in no. high school in the dream oh I have that a lot with yeah. specifically middle school just because I would never middle school scarred me but that's obviously. fine you do what you have to do why no don't tell me why did middle school scar me say it in one sentence girls were mean really and I was mean because I was just trying to match that energy and I wanted to be cool I was on like that I was almost in the cool group but like just outside like I invited the cool girls to my birthday parties but they they didn't invite me to all of theirs I didn't even bother having birthday parties because Ugh, yeah. god who the you f- would yeah I was forced every year to have a birthday party I just think like like um fighting with the concept of popularity is a battle that even when you win you lose and it was like what were the years that I was in middle school it was like yeah by Usher was playing at all of our dances and you had to like grind with boys and it was scary you did not have to grind with boys I did I felt I had to I know and I was like wearing a puffy I'm like I'm wearing a tiny Abercrombie skirt I'm not grinding with you a little Abercrombie skirt and a puffy vest that's disgusting. And that's, like a that's juicy, their disgusting. That's their disgusting. And like a juicy couture hoodie. Make that stop. Um, but yeah, you know, what did you do while I was gone though? What'd you get up to? Did you go to Dolly's at all or <laughs> wait, I did. I I did. I went okay, so first of all, one of my good friends from home visited. They lost their phone, like they left it at a Walgreens and someone took their phone and then cash apped over five thousand dollars to just a bunch of different people holy fuck yeah so we spent a lot of time at like the precinct and it was the precinct uh, down at the precinct and they were like we don't know how Where we're- you want to be well no let me just say this <laughs> they were like the cops were like we don't know how we're gonna recover and i was like recover this money and i was like it's well 2022 i was like don't you think that you would check the security cameras see the time and then see what the transaction was from the person behind him and then get their per- their that information you're like do and you then, need me to take your it's job? called law and order have you ever watched it like are you <laughs> fucking you don't know how you'll solve this crime like even like dogs and detective uniforms of cartoons know how to solve this it's crime. a big amount of money too that's like it's nothing a, a felony is over five, i don't even have that amount of money in we my bank shouting. account <laughs> okay but a felony is over one thousand dollars so this is like five felonies you oh can't God. figure out felony how to figure that five. out that'd be a good band name if if cops, five members like, it's a in sync of felonies yeah <laughs> I wasn't going to NSYNC, but I like that. I know you were going to go to Backstreet Boys. I I wasn't. I wasn't. (laughs) But okay, so then like they visited, and like that was blessed. And then I like still worked while they were in town because like you have to pay rent. And then like I went to Dolly's, um, I believe twice. Once is like not that good of a story. The second time I went, um, 
So I brought Rambo a kombucha and um, just hung out and like I drank water for an hour. Didn't you do our astrology? Because I think you were trying to – I didn't oh, respond yeah. to like any text messages when I was gone and I know that that was You did hard. enough. No. I did I did to you. Listen, I responded to I you. I felt like you gave me the adequate amount of attention as someone on vacation should give. Yeah. I gave no one really any attention. I, you're lucky and you should feel Super lucky. Blessed. Oh, I always feel lucky and blessed. But yeah. I remember that you were like doing our astrology while you – I think yeah. while you're at the bar, our astrology drinking is like, water. <laughs> yeah, our astrology, Katie is like so wild. It's either like you, you guys can either create a brand new life or destroy the ones you currently have with each other, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Correct. We feel that, and that's why we treat our friendship like a precious egg. That's why we prefer to be in the space of creation. <laughs> Instead of destruction. Instead of destruction. What would destruction look like for us? I just – I don't even want to fucking know. You're right. I'm, I don't want to go there. It doesn't even matter, actually. Let's not even speak that. But um, I – yeah, I went to Dolly's, but it wasn't the same without you. Um, but it was an experience nonetheless because – it's dolls. It's dolls. It's, it's dolls. dolls. And this is the doll house. Oh, I will say, and I don't, I'm not saying this to be anything besides hilarious, but last episode we spoke about my neighbor and the butt plug situation. I think she's heard the podcast because the other day I was walking by her apartment Ooh. and her window was open and she screamed, nice butt plug. And everyone at the coffee shop stopped drinking coffee and was like looking around and they had no idea. And I wanted to be like, it's because of my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you were so in like a, a limited series. It was really funny of her to scream that. Even though it was out of anger and hatred towards me. Yeah. I was like, honestly, respect. that's funny. Respect. Yeah, respect, respect. Respect. Okay, but butt plugs aside, something that's been on our minds lately has been you know, sex, but like celibacy. Yeah. Sex or the lack thereof. Sex or the lack thereof. Last time I had sex, I was videotaping it. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Great video, by the way. Last time I did, the apartment behind me was moving and it was very loud in the hallway. And I was like, I feel like they're watching me. And the person I was with was like- Oh, wait, wait, wait. They were moving out of their apartment or they were like, you were tripping and it was moving? No, they were moving out of the apartment. So it was like super loud. And there was a lot of like, I live on the ground floor and like my window is right in front of the garbage cans and the recycling bins. And like, we were just hearing them break down boxes. And like the person I was with, I was like, yeah, no, this was hot though. The person I was with, I was like, I just- I feel like they're watching me. I was like on top. I was like, I just, I feel like they're watching me. And he goes, let them. And I was like, wait, that's, that's so hot. hot. I had no idea he said and that And it got to you. really, I, I, yeah, I was like into it. Wait. Yeah. That's so hot. Yeah. Was, he said, let them. He was like, let them. That's kind of similar to me being like, we were videotaping it. And you're like, they were breaking down their boxes. And he's like, let them. Yeah. I don't know why my kink <laughs> is videotaping and I've done it a few times, but this last yeah. time was, like, really, like, just so great of videotaping it. I don't know why that's my thing. I've never done it. I don't – I wouldn't – I don't know what I would say. I mean, I've sent my fair share of nudes. Like, I have some stuff out there if somebody wants – with my face in it. <laughs> For sure. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But um, a couple of my friends have done that, and they're like, oh, my God, we videotaped that. And I'm like, God, that sounds stressful to know that that's out there. But I know that in the moment it's, like, quite hot. I don't think it'll go anywhere. Um, I mean, my I don't want to like give anyone the idea to hack into my iCloud, but I just don't think it'll go anywhere. <laughs> and the person, 
the person that I, d- I made it with, I trust him implicitly. So yeah. like, I think it'll be okay. Um, but, but that, this is not celibacy whatsoever. No. The topic of celibacy is, is like for whatever my sex life is now, which is not that exciting, but like when it is, it is. But like, since I took a year of celibacy in 2019, my sex life has been totally different. Like I took, Tell me. So this is not not a gorgeous, bright, shiny, glittery thing. But like I, I had a miscarriage in 2018 and just like had a wild breakup and just was like, what is my body? What is it doing? What does it want to do? Who am I? Whose dick energy is inside of me that I need totally. to get rid of? Like, exercise. Yeah. Exercise, drink the water, like cleanse yourself. Sure. And then I had like really talked it up in my head that whoever I have sex with after this year of celibacy was going to be my person, which was like totally the wrong move to make because that is yeah really toxic and bad of me. I have a comment on that. I'll it's put a not pin fair in. to do to someone else because no. they had no idea that was in my head. I think that the proper that's not a bad thought, but I think that like the refined version of that is like. Whoever the next person that I have sex with after this year of celibacy is going to mean something. It's yeah. not going to be my soulmate, but like I even the way that incorrect. I see it, yeah, it's not going to be. It's not that it's not going to be my soulmate, but it's like I have agency. Like I'm making a choice. The next time I have yes. sex, I am going to be consciously making that choice. I hate the word agency. I'm so I really just hate that. But it's whatever. True. But it's true. Yeah, it's like taking yourself back. I think like I um recently did that and I definitely um like the only way to get through a year of celibacy for me is to masturbate a lot and I never have an issue with that so keep that up and like watch a lot of weird porn and like preferably mine is all lesbian I feel like you're yes but I feel like we're watering it down like like it was a choice and then like the choice to have sex again yeah I didn't make the choice to be celibate, though. Like, that's a distinction between you and I. Like, I definitely didn't make the choice. Like, you had your year of celibacy. I had my year of celibacy. Yeah. Different years. Mine was on purpose. Yours was on accident. Yeah, mine was on accident. Like, I had just – I was coming off of hooking up with somebody who I really did think, like, oh, this is, like – this is the thing. Like, he was my friend. And, like, I was, like, oh, we have, like, a nice foundation. Are you talking about Coach? No. Oh. The person that I was coming off of when oh, I started oh, oh, the year oh, oh. of celibacy. Okay. And, um, and like, you know, it didn't go well. And I think I really had to look myself in the mirror and be like, what the fuck, dude? You're that, like, disconnected that you thought this was the thing and it's so clearly not. Like, mm. for a million reasons, there were a lot of issues with it. And, like, I was, like, so – and I ended it on a very – in a very mature wait, way. Wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about – the details of of the person that you're speaking of. So let's give him a nickname. Like, what should we call him? Um, we can call him Scott. Okay, Scott. So like, Scott, Scott. like Courtney Kardashian. Scott, I love Mason more than I love y'all. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Scott was person in your friend group, right? Had dated one of your good friends previously. Correct. That's right. And you guys like went on like a friend vacation and started boning yeah and texting a lot yeah and then texting a lot after that vacation because we lived in different places and and in my mind I was like oh this is gonna be like something and I like told my friend and like we went through the whole thing together the friend who like was that 
person's ex. Yeah. Went through the whole thing. It was very dramatic. We are all good. But like it was, yeah, it was a lot of like I on my own was like jumping through hoops for this person and like he was not and like no fault on of his, you know, yeah. I didn't tell him like, oh, I'm taking all of these steps, like making space for you in my life and like all of these things. And we had a conversation when like he told me like I was going to go visit him and he was like, no, basically. Like he mm. was like, no, like I am seeing someone else. I don't even know what he said. I don't even know if that was true. But he basically was just like, I don't want you to come here in so many words. And that's when I like took the initiative to be super mature. And I was like, oh, wow we're on different pages. We have been this whole time. Let me explain to you what I'm, where I'm coming from, what I thought this was. And you can let me know what you thought. And he was like, yeah, I I wasn't even thinking about what it was. Like I was just going with it. I liked talking to you and like, I liked hooking up with you and that's it, which is just so like male. Like they're like, I wasn't thinking about it at all. I was just going with it. And like, I was like, wait, I was the captain of the ship. I didn't understand that at all. It, that's so, so stressful when you like realize like, you yeah. actually have control of your own destiny and like yeah. it's really wild. So then anyway, I was just like pretty um, like content to be alone after that because I was like, you obviously need to reassess, bitch. Like there's something up. And so I was just, you know, I had no interest and um, I'm not, you know, I know I'm attractive and – Right. It wasn't never that. Yeah. Let's talk about our first times having sex after those yeah. first. Yeah. I felt so fucking good, man. Like I felt – and it wasn't even about the person who I had sex with. It was just like – See, for me, it was about the person yeah. I had sex with. Who was it? Right. It was – we'll call him the boss. Oh, Fuck yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. We fucking will. We were friends for four years, mm-hmm. like best friends. Like he like just was obsessed with me and I was like, this is a perfect person to have sex with after a year of celibacy. He's going to respect the fuck out of me mm-hmm. so hard. Yeah. And he'll text me back and he'll call me. Yeah. Like the way he always <laughs> does. And like, what? and then that literally it changed. But like, let's let's wait. Hold on. We think the friendship foundation is gonna like mean everything, and it ends up meaning nothing because because as soon as they like the sex changes everything, people say that, and but it's actually a real thing. Uh huh. I know. It has been there many times. But like, what was funny is so this person, the boss, is um, like I'm from like a white suburban Italian background, so like we get gritty, we don't give a fuck, like whatever. (laughs) Me too, girl. This person's from. Um, a really like religious based country like he came here when he was 19 like he really views sex as he's he a hard time because he like understands like the Americanized version of sex and then there's like another version of sex that's like really pure so um before we had sex he took me to dinner and he was like Brie I just need you to know I'm a freak like I'm a real freak I love <laughs> hardcore sex and I remember just being so polite and looking at him and being like, yeah. So that when we had sex, I was I was at a two out of ten of like what I'm capable of. Right. And after we had sex, I was like, why are you being weird? You're not answering. You're not calling me. You're not talking to me. And he goes, Brie, you are the freakiest person I've ever had sex with. And I was like, how is that possible? I, I just laid there. I didn't even do any tricks. Like, what do you no mean? with tricks. No tricks. No tricks. No tricks. And I'm freaking you out. You not not pulling any tricks is wild. I just I could tell that like the way it just felt just felt like why do tricks right now wasn't the vibe. 
Did it feel emotional? I was just so outside of myself, not having sex for a year, that I was just like, this just feels so nice. It just feels so good to have a body on top of me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yes. Inside. Well, that's the thing is like the way that I felt too after it all. And like when I did have sex, I was like, I felt more connected to my body. Like I was like, oh my God. Like somebody else being inside of you really does. You're like, whoa. Like. But, but But the bad thing is that even after he was like, that's freaky. And then he said, I would never be with an American girl. I'd only fuck them. I still proceeded for two years to tolerate all the things that came with this person because I had convinced myself that this year of celibacy was going to lead to like some kind of end of gold pot at the end of the rainbow. And yeah, it, and like you had that in back of mind. Right. Or front of mind. Front of mind. Yeah. And then 2020 happened a few months after and I was like oh well everything feels like shit including this relationship I just think it's like everything's supposed to feel like shit and then yeah it's my journey it's my journey I mean TG thank god I fell out of <laughs> TG. that mind warp that mind fuck of like of of untruth of of sex and relationships and in subscribing to someone else's expectations of me but um overall I would say I'm like way less interested i'm still i still perform at a 10 but i i'm interested in sex in a different way now yeah and you think that the year of celibacy informs that informs that yeah and just learning what expectations around sex leads to because i think i learned that a lot in that relationship it's like well if you have expectations the other person doesn't know that you have those expectations for sure they're just delusions also Wow, deep. Yeah. I'm going to also say that the whole like nervous energy of not having sex for a while and then having sex again is like, I really appreciate that. It's like, you're, you're like, oh my God, do I remember how to do all of this? Like, yeah. how do I even hold a dick? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, like I think like, I'm going to gag again. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it's really fun. It makes you feel, listen, we really feel young again when we experience that. But what I did right after, I had sex with this person. I had like no emotional connection at all. And I think part of it was because I was like talking about it a lot with you and like with our friends. I was like, and so I kind of created this like alternative universe where I could like connect to it, but not with the person that I had sex with. Oh my God. You definitely did yeah. that. Yeah. Because I like literally wow. manifested having sex with him. Like Because I you masturbated to-, to him before you had sex yeah, with him exactly. and you like summoned him. Like a real sorceress. Literally. And then I did and I was like, oh, wow. Okay, so let me just continue on this weird magic path that I'm on <laughs> and like not even connect to this human being and just like talk about it, joke about it. And then I really like the highlight is that I really played it so fucking cool. And you played I think, it, but like so yeah. cool that like you dented your brain. I did. I played it too cool. Is the underscore? And you continue to play it too cool. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm I'm now kind of trapped in a cycle of like, what would it look like for me to tell this person that I like them? Do I like them? Oh, I guess kinda. You know, and yeah. like, how do I? even bridge that gap because like I didn't even ask for his number like what right you guys you it's been a few months and you guys don't know numbers, numbers no numbers and and um you know I've never I've never done that I've never done that most people don't do that and I just I think I was saying to you the other day like I can't even remember the last time I told someone I liked them I think it was like early I think it was late 2018 like I, think I, I would throw up first yeah like yeah. I would rather 
fucking eat rocks than yeah. do that. Like uh-huh. chew on a boulder. Yeah. It just sounds so wild. But I think a lot of people are in that place right now in the year of our Lord 2022. Yeah. They say like millennials are not committing to relationships and it's like. When have we ever felt safe in relationships <laughs> <laughs> to commit? Are you fucking kidding me? It's the years right. of the boy. Wait, can we talk about how last week I got a fucking FaceTime? Oh, dude. The FaceTime is huge. The FaceTime is huge. So I've had a crush on this person. I don't know. We started. It's been quite. It's been like. It's been a journey. Like eight months of a journey with this person. And the first few months it was like, oh, like what a cool new friend. Like whatever. Like and we have great sex, but like whatever. Yeah. We're both seeing other people. And then. And now I'm like, oh my god, shit! We're no longer seeing other people. Yeah, and the, the attention feels different. And saying I like you would literally never leave my lips, but he fucking Facetimed me the other day, and I screamed at the top of my lungs when I hung up the phone. Yeah, and I was so confused. I was like, what? This? What? Like, I understand that he Facetimed me because I sent him a very kind message, but I blocked out when I was being that nice. Yeah. Um, and I understand that some people listening to this are like, what is wrong with you? It's a lot. A lot. (laughs) We can't get into all of that right now. Yeah. But it's like the FaceTime when, when the dude that you're hooking up with who you like every day are just like, you know what? I don't think they care about me one bit. I don't think they even know I Every day you talk yourself out of the crush because this can't be real. And then you get a FaceTime. It's just like, oh, okay. And then everything I'm ill. Right. Every feeling you've talked yourself out of is suddenly like, no, valid. You're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You got to rip the jewel real hard after that one. Rip the jewel really hard after that one. I, I don't think I can speak about um, Rambo or the FaceTime for one more second because I just feel way too vulnerable. But I would really like you to explain to me in detail, Coach, we're going to call him Coach. Sure. Um, coach saying to you, let them, when you're like the neighbors can hear us. Yeah, I mean. I'll set the entire scene for me. I'll set the entire feel scene. feel like I'm there. I want to feel like I'll I'm there. I'll set the entire scene. So it was the middle of the day because – he stayed at my apartment. Describe your apartment. Okay, my apartment looks like Bree describes it as like a, a granddaughter who has like inherited the basement floor of her like gram great grandma's brownstone, yes. and the brownstone is crumbling. It is not well, but it's gorgeous on the outside. But it's gorgeous on the outside. But on the inside, it's legit it's next crumbling. To a park. It's really yeah, nice. it's next yeah. to a park in like a really nice family neighborhood. Um, anyway, and I have like just candles and sage everywhere. I have like a big sign that in gold says hex the patriarchy. <laughs> I have really creepy curtains portraits. falling down. Yeah, I have green curtains that constantly fall down. Green velvet, um, curtains, green yeah. velvet curtains constantly fall down. Like there's books. There's so many books. I'm not trying to be like, I'm so smart. There are so many books. You Wicked, have way too many books. Wicked smart. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to say that there are too many books. I have a really small bookshelf and like, I have books that have spilled over onto the floor. I mean, it's not like Caroline Calloway's apartment, but it's not not Caroline Calloway's apartment. It's clean. There's always fresh flowers, but at this point, there were definitely wilted roses next to us. Yeah, and like it was, again, the middle of the day, super sunny outside, but I have these like green velvet curtains that block out all the light, so it's dark as fuck. It's like a little witch dungeon. Yeah, absolutely. Of like dark feminine energy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, anyway, so 
we, um, I'm on top of him and I'm like really in a nice rhythm being like, wow, I know how to ride a dick. Like I am not a virgin. I'm doing this right. I've really had those moments where I'm like, I'm trying to be like cute. Like I'm not yeah. like the biggest freak. And I'm like, no, I'm not a virgin. Like yeah. I, you saying I'm, oh, I'm not a virgin. It's yeah. actually a vibe. It is a vibe. Yeah. So that was the vibe I was So you're in. on top of him, like, and you're riding. It was a rhythm, and you're, like, yeah. into it, and then you hear the And boxes. then I hear people breaking down cardboard boxes. <laughs> like, I just hear, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the relentless breaking down yeah, boxes. Yeah, like, your knee, your like, knee is yeah. in the cardboard. They're, like, kicking these fucking boxes, like, pounding them with a wow. sledgehammer. And I'm just, like, I get so out of it, and I'm, like, I, I can't. Like, I feel like they're watching us. And I stopped for a minute and he like grabbed my hips so hard. So hot. And was like, let them. So hot. And like sat up a little and was like, let them. And, and let's just say like, wow. coach is like seven feet tall. Literally. Not like just a little bit. Just under. shy. Just shy. <laughs> and so like he's always in charge at all times. He has way too much Leo energy. So him saying, let them, I'd be like, yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. Yeah, aye, aye, captain. Is that how you felt? Aye, aye, captain? 1,000%. It was like that a moment in like a TV show. It was like a broad city. Like I was like Alana in broad city. And I was like, wow, yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like I was like, got it. Back on. Let's go. What do you think he would do if he realized? Just because we know that coach is no saint. No. Like, I just, like, wonder what he would do if he realized that, like, after a year of celibacy, like, you guys had drunken sex for my birthday. (laughs) I think that, I don't know, there was that scene in High Fidelity with Zoe Kravitz (laughs) where she, like, fucked that guy who played Fran in Girls and she was, like, they were about to fuck and she goes, I haven't had sex for a year. Like breathlessly as she took her top off. I would like to think it was that hot. What was his reaction? I don't watch movies. He loved it. He was like, holy fuck. Right. I think that the boss really like, because the boss's culture like made him love that I was celibate for a year. But I didn't need him to fetishize my celibacy. And I think he fetishized it. He did, yeah. And then immediately tore it down, which made me want to continue to chase that feeling of, oh my God, he thinks I'm good. He thinks I'm good. So I spent like two years being like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And he was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And like, yeah. So we like when they think that we're good angels. Yeah. Um, I think a really cute move is like a dick grab, a public dick yeah, grab. Yeah, you would think that. Like, I want to have your odd physical audacity. Like, I'm yeah. not PDA, but like inside me, I'm like, please touch me, please touch me, please rub my head, please touch my face, please rub my back, please touch my arm. Where you just like do it. Like, I like I would rather glue my hands to my side than to do PDA first. Yeah. But like once it's happening, I'm like pretty. You're fine it. with it. Fine I with it. I love initiating it. I honestly like touching boys in public more than I like touching them in private. But would you dick grab anyone? I feel like yeah, you'd... I've done that a hundred times. Oh my god. I really like that move. I can't remember a specific moment of doing it but I don't really want to talk about it I like telling guys that I bet their dick is small yeah you said that once I said it twice in front of you yeah and I was like what the fuck (laughs) I would never say that I would never fucking say that right I and then what happened after I said that to that person 
you ended up sleeping with him. Correct. I yes. did. And so I thank you for that. You're I really welcome. do. He was like, I don't want to show you that I don't have a small dick, but I will show your friend that I don't have a small dick and she will tell you about it. <laughs> yeah. Mark my words. Mark my words. But anyway, the public, the, the PDA of it all is like, I'm really comfortable giving touch. I'm not that comfortable receiving touch. Like, I mean, definitely hug me back when I'm hugging you. But, like, I would rather be the person squeezing harder. Interesting. It's like you're like, don't touch me first. I'll touch you first. And touch me when I'm touching you. When I'm not touching you, don't touch me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm more, like, on the receiving end, I guess, if we're going to compare each other. I mean, to be super lame and, like, talk about stupid love languages and, like, the affection we received as children, which implies everything. Like, I slept in between my parents until I was, like – 10 so yeah, like I can't really. I'm like I really I have like a cancer rising like I need and I'm like my mom is so over the top affectionate like she is not even like that nice to strangers but she will give you a huge kiss on the cheek when she first meets you and then like not be nice to you and you're like what wow I think all of the love languages are my love language I'm like just be as nice to me as you possibly can yeah like as I get older I definitely connect with the fact that like Yes, the physical touch can only go so far. It can't be the only way you're affirmed. Like, mm-hmm. like I need acts of service. Like, I need someone to hang up my paintings in my apartment as if I would ever do that alone. Like, unclog my sink, please. I will love you forever. Mm. Pack my suitcase for me. Like, Oh, I couldn't want any of that. Yeah, no, you would never. You, you do a good job of it yourself. I don't. Fair. But anyway, the reason I was thinking about the public dick grab is because <laughs> I saw this um, – <laughs> to go back to it, I saw this Instagram on Velvet Coke, which is like this great Instagram account. At Velvet Coke. At Velvet Coke. Love you, Velvet Coke. Um, of Megan Fox grabbing Brian Austin Green's um, dick in public, and he's like – he looks so hot and like – He looks so He's ripping American spirits, like the bl- light blue pack. And ear like, to ear grinning. Oh, my God. It's so hot. And she like – I guess someone in an interview asked about it and she was like why would I ever be embarrassed by that like that's not our sex life that's just me like touching him in public which is something that you do with your boyfriend or a boy that you're seeing yeah yeah I think it's adorable I think that's a really like gorgeous thing to say like flirting is not sex life not at all it it, like I said I'm more comfortable touching boys in public than in private like it's like I mean yeah, I don't know. I think it's cute and innocent. Yeah. I feel like I got, like, a lot off my chest just now. Me too. I know myself better. If anyone, like, wants to let us know about anything they're experiencing in their vagina or otherwise. Um, yeah, get specific. Get weird. Like, we won't tell anyone. But like, if you need not. to get it off your chest the way we just did. You should. You should. And we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. We love you. We love you.